Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. We are halfway home on a Friday, February 2nd. Ben and Woods, 97.3. The fan. Great to be here with you on a uh, sunny, sunny so far Friday. I think the weather is going to come back uh, in the next few days. Going to get some rain. Uh, yesterday didn't feel as bad to me as the, the previous one. Uh, I, I certainly didn't see... As much uh, devastation and destruction as I did after the uh, the last rain, but so hopefully everyone is okay. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel, the executive producer. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor uh, as well. Yeah, I woke up to some sad news this morning. I uh, woke up this morning early and looked at my, my phone, and my wife had tweeted it um, about our friend Tom. And uh, Tom owned a bike repair service in Lucadia and has for many, many years, and uh, one of the it was uh, Tom's Mobile Bike Service, Padres fan, huge Padres fan, huge tier one of the show. He passed away unexpectedly uh, yesterday, and uh, I was really, really sad uh, when I saw the news this morning. It sucks waking up to that. Um, Tom is a guy, you know, he's native. He's one of the few guys that I always, since I got here, really, he listened to me on the old station, he listened to me on, on the old, old station. Um, he's always been super supportive of my career and uh, longtime friends of of my mother in law Susie's, and uh, you know he he fixed our Bob stroller like forty times. Like what? Like he would fill up the tires, he would replace the tubes. Um, he was one of the few guys that that always made me feel like I was welcome here, always, and uh, would DM me uh, things about my kids and just a great great man. He he wrote me two days ago. Uh, when I posted, you know, my radio anniversary, he said, we're the lucky ones, brother. We watch every morning on the tube. 
That's right. We, Katie's a big fan too. Keep on rocking it. Much love. Um, and I was really, really sad to see that news. So Tom, uh, and Tom's family, you know, uh, yeah, I, I didn't Tory. know Tom personally, but yeah, his, uh, his son Tori is one of Shelly's dearest friends and, and we've known Tori for years and they've got little kids and, uh, I was there actually when Tori called Shelly with the news yesterday and it was very, Obviously sad, but I didn't realize you had that connection as well uh, with Hannah have, and, and her family in Lucadia. You couldn't have met yeah. a, a kinder, kinder uh, soul and a really peaceful guy, too. And I just was really, really bl- uh, bummed to see that news uh, this morning when I woke up. So uh, thinking about you guys, certainly we lost a good one, man. We lost a good one uh, in, in the community. True, true San Diegan, all of his heart, all of his soul. Um, was put back into this community. He is a really, really great, great man. Very, very bummed to, oh. to see this this morning. Polly, you know what that means. If you would, yeah, go ahead. In and deepest really respect, he would love it. By the way, he would love it. Unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So, shout out to his family. Yep, he would love it. <laughs> he would love it. That's mm. tough. That's tough, man. Tough, tough, tough. I just, you, you know, you get a little panicked. He's a great grandfather. He's always showing pictures of him and his his grandkids. So yeah, it's just it's it's you get that panicky feeling when you wake up in the morning when you start your day like that. But um, yeah, man, definitely, definitely going to be missed. Kind of like that panicky feeling. Now I get. What do I do at this point? You, you yeah, heartfelt tribute, mm-hmm. well, well spoken, Woods, and now it's eight oh four. Like, do I dive into Lakers rumors here, or what do I do? <laughs> really hard. Maybe I should have waited to the end. Maybe the, I don't know. Break. This don't is know. this is a, an issue we've had a, a several times before. But when you do a tribute in the middle of a segment, and then we're sitting here, I can't go to break. Like in TV, you know what they do? They have the they go to black, it, yeah. silence, a picture, and then it fades to black, and there's like an extra like three or four beats, and then it's a commercial, and you restart. The <laughs> tribute topic wheel this morning. Go ahead. Why not? It's fantastic. That is fantastic. What what did you regularly eat as a kid oh. that you wouldn't touch now? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, deviled ham. Devil, Sam- deviled. I'm what so made it so salmon patty? I've eaten a lot of things in my life. I don't think I've ever eaten deviled ham. What makes <laughs> it, seen it so deviled? You? How do you devil a ham? I know how you devil an egg. I've had deviled eggs. How do you devil ham? It is. What makes it so devilish? Probably the sodium nitrate in it that will absolutely stop your heart. Wait, what is it, though? Is it like ham salad? Is it yeah, spicy it's ham? Like ham? What is it? What is it's it? like ham salad is what it is. Uh, the ingredients, <laughs> ham and seasoning. Mustard, flour, spices, turmeric. <laughs> seasoning. Um, yeah. Uh, I ate it when I was a kid. <sighs> My grandmother would make. Deviled ham, not make it. You buy it in the Underwood was the name of the thing. It's got the little devil on it, and I, I would like. I think I thought it was gross then, <laughs> but I really wouldn't eat it now. Um, For me, it's uh, well. I, there's probably ham in it. Lunchables. I used to have lots of Lunchables. They're I, really bad for you. I would not yeah. touch a Lunchable now. You wouldn't eat one. No, I would still eat one in a pinch. Really? Yeah. 
In a pinch, I would. But just, I crackers think a, and ham. It's, it's not good of for you, but it doesn't meat. taste like crap. It doesn't taste great I don't anymore. I, don't, I don't, can't remember the last time I had a yeah, lunch. Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm just saying it kind of scares me now. Yeah. The, the, it's, it's unhealthy. Now that I've had like real charcuterie and <laughs> like one of my favorite things, I, I can't like go back to Lunchables at this point. That's what Lunchables is. It's charcuterie it, yeah. for kids. It's, um, <laughs> it's for Alabamans. Yeah. Yes. It's, Alab- it's Mississippian charcuterie. Florida is what it man. Is. Yeah. Florida man charcuterie board. <laughs> One giant Lunchable. That's true. Uh, my, my grandmother. You know, we didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up. And me and my mom uh, lived with my, my grandparents for a while when I was growing up. And um, she used to make these. It was. I'm not kidding you guys. It's probably why I'm so disgusted by salmon now she used to get canned salmon canned and make salmon patties and then fry them up in the salmon cakes salmon cakes and i smell it to this day she had like a i remember like a green canned fish has a strong smell i mean we all have eaten canned tuna obviously this is good fish sticks i won't touch them i used to eat the crap out of fish oh yeah i will not touch a fish stick now now, what's the difference between, like, fish and chips and a fish stick? Because I'll eat fish and chips. I will, too, but prepared at a restaurant. Yes. Not a Gorton's Fisherman. <laughs> no. No frozen breaded fish items will pass these lips. No, I'm with you, point. dude. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Um, yeah, a I, lot of I, things in a can I won't eat anymore. I, I won't eat like... I didn't want salmon! <laughs> I said it four times! Me now. Dinosaur-shaped nuggets yeah. or any... Any shaped, really, meat at all. Uh, <laughs> it's really off the table at this point. That just sparked my memory. <laughs> you, I, do you eat dino nuggets? No. no. Uh, I would. I absolutely <laughs> would. Absolutely. Uh, when I was a kid, speaking of nuggets, I would dip my chicken nuggets in ketchup as a I, kid. Yeah. They came out with, in like the late 90s, uh, colored ketchup, like green ketchup yep. and blue ketchup. Yep, I remember those, yeah. And I loved it. Of course. And then I realized it tasted, I don't know if it was the just the look of it that made it taste weird. It didn't taste like regular ketchup. Doesn't I was like, I can yeah. never do that again. It was like a texture thing or something. It was yeah. like, nope, this is supposed to be red, not green. And I couldn't, I couldn't possibly do that now. Trying to think what else. Um, I mean, when you're a kid, you'll eat. Well, you have your phases where you'll eat nothing. Like my kids, and then you'll eat everything that you can get your hands on. Um, but there were, you know, there were there was a ton of like, ton of things my mom used to make. Like I, she used to make liver and onions, and I was like, bro, this is tastes like bud. I don't want this. This is snooty Ben a little bit. Oh, I won't boy. eat Kraft mac and cheese anymore because I've had good mac and cheese, and I, I can't go back. I to- t- could not disagree more. I had it two nights I know, ago. I know. Shelly loves it too, and she nah, makes. I think Shelly makes literally one. the best mac and cheese in the world, and she still Let's likes. See. The craft mac and cheese. When you tried to, when people tried to fancy up mac and cheese, you're you're missing it. Oh, you have a breadcrumb layer on top, and there's tiny little you know spices and all kinds of. Craft is remains superior. I was on the Velveeta shells kick for a long time in college. Couldn't eat that now. Velveeta oh, shells. I'll take that over craft. Oh, ten out of ten. Craft. It's my favorite. It's like my favorite. It'd be my. It'd be part of my last meal. So we had. I made the family size box. My kids barely eat. Hannah didn't eat any of it. I had a trough of it left. A trough. Eight p.m. the other night. Everyone's asleep. I walked out. I crushed the entire thing of craft. Put a little Cholula on there and murdered it. 
murdered it. And it is my, it's, I think it's my favorite food. Speaking of craft, I also used to eat those individual slices of American cheese when oh, I was yeah. a kid. I, I won't do that I anymore do that. either. It tastes like wax paper. I put it on crackers. I it still comes do to it. like uh, sweet treats. When Some I was people a kid. put it on their face. <laughs> 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 Which really makes it now unappealing to eat, to even think about eating. Please find that picture and put it up in the chat or tweet it or something. Oh, my God. Oh. Now, Kurt says Chef Boyardee, which is the obvious answer. The You'll problem is it. I will actually still eat that now every once in a while. So grody. So grody. I know. I know. But I never lost my taste for it the completely. Only, honestly, the only thing I eat out of a can these days is tuna fish. That's it. That's the only, That's the only, the only thing food. I eat out of a can. That's it. I don't eat veggies out of a can. I don't eat fruits out of a can anymore, like fruit cocktail and stuff. I won't eat you that You won't anymore. eat fruit cocktail. I mean, I will, but I don't. Beans? Beans. I don't eat a lot of beans. Can. Good for your heart. Baked beans. No, I hate baked beans. You oh. hate oh. baked beans. Is that allowed from Texas? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't stand them. Cannot stand baked beans. I don't eat be- uh I don't really eat a lot of beans. I mean, ingredients that come in a can, like... Canned tomatoes that go in a sauce yeah, do that. and stuff. You'll yeah. do that, but you won't eat something mm-hmm. just heated and eat. Like it I'm going to heat can. up some green beans from the can. No, I'm not. I'm just chicken noodle soup. Oh, I do eat soup. Okay. Yeah, soup, soup, and and tuna. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I do eat. I like soup. Yeah, beans. Save that. I like soup. <laughs> you throw me throw a random one in there with me. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, that was a. I like that. I liked your timing on that though, Polly. That really was good. Yeah, save me that from what I had no idea. Where I was going. Actually, I do want to get to that Lakers rumor because it oh, is. We don't, no, Jesus, Jesus God. It's a it's, really it's a rumor. Ju- it's a re- but it comes from a source that has been right about some things. And if you didn't see this one yesterday, oh, no. it's pretty. It's pretty wild that you would have never imagined it could happen. But maybe it will happen. Oh no! I'll, I'll be brief. Teasing it. I will be brief. I've teased it. That's we'll our get tease. to it. That's coming our tease. Up after that's, a check, that's it. what you want the listeners. I will, re- to I think will be about brief, as that we hope that they don't change the station Fine. during commercial break. That's More what, topic wheel coming and up next. some Padres baseball on ninety-seven three the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Actually, a whole gamut of topics that nobody likes. If you'd like me to bring yeah, them to the to. table Let's, here, yeah, things Ben likes <laughs> that nobody just else does. Lakers, but I can talk some golf. I am playing a golf tournament tomorrow. It is the hardest format I think that you can play in a golf tournament. Alternate shot. Alternate shot. I hit with one, a partner. You hit one, and you just keep going until you hole out at the end of the hole. Imagine playing with me. What a nightmare that would be. How it, bad it really it would even be. for pros, even like at the Ryder Cup, they mostly hate the alternate shot format. You never get into a rhythm. No, you're not in places that you usually are because right. generally, even if a partner is similar to you in distance and stuff, they all you know they all put it in different spots. So you're playing out of unusual positions. But the really the worst part of it, of course, is that when you're playing golf and you're playing badly, who are you letting down? Yourself. Yourself. Yeah. And you can deal with that. Anyone can deal with that. You can be bummed, but you're letting down yourself. It's so much worse when you feel like I'm letting someone else down. It's, I, it would be the tournament. worst. It would be the most anxiety-ridden thing ever. So tomorrow morning, I am playing with uh, Tim, who owns the Regal Seagull. We are partners in the GOAT alternate shot two-man monthly tournament, and I am both Excited about it and dreading it because it is by far the hardest format, I think, in golf. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about the real golf tournament going on at Pebble Beach. I, if you we were going to do golf, I the only thing that stunned me I'd yesterday about is, the Lakers at this point. is that they played. <laughs> the weather was actually good, it, it was, was beautiful at Pebble Beach yeah. yesterday than it was down here for sure. I did watch Xander put two into the ocean, which was off of a, off the tee box, which was insane. I did see Rory McElroy, Ben, get he got a two stroke penalty Paulie. uh three which, actually was it three well because so, he, he was playing great it was six he under, was six under and then he collapsed and he hit a ball into an unplayable lot okay. and it's a one stroke penalty to take a drop but he also he was using an old rule of going back on a line and apparently he misapplied the rule because they changed it back this year so he had the one stroke penalty for the drop and then a two stroke penalty for an illegal drop an illegal drop and wow. so he took three extra strokes oh. he went from like six under to one under in a span of a couple of holes um that and actually brutal uh, Matthew Pavone the guy who won at Tory last week had another great round he yep. had the best round at Pebble he's in third at seven under uh, Thomas Dietrich, who was good at Pebble last week, he is nine under. He's in the lead, and Cantlay is in second at eight. And the kid that just left Alabama to go pro is um, dead last. What's Dunlap. his name? Dunlap. Nick Dunlap. Paulie, remember the kid that was that won that tournament? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was an amateur. Goes pro from Alabama. Comes out yesterday in his first pro event, and he is in dead last place. What's he at? Six over? Four over? Four I think. over? Yeah. 
Holy smokes. I was watching him, and you you know, you know, just see it. You're like, oh, this is the – I'm at the big time. But no. for anyone who goes, ah, he shouldn't have gone pro. There were a lot of no, guys. At, no at, cut. Even if he finishes his last, he's going to make a ton of money. He's going to get some experience. It's probably still the right decision yeah. for him to go pro. All right, give us this Lakers news so, that you've been trying to talk I, about. The reason why this caught my attention is this did not come from Woj or Shams or any of the NBA insiders. In fact, I don't know this guy – but he's a television anchor up in Los Angeles at KTLA named David Pingalore. And he tweeted, hearing from NBA peeps, LeBron James is at the top of the Lakers list to trade. Palenka looking for the right team to dance and is close to a suitor. LBJ and AD both out tonight for the game. And I, I saw that and I go, Who, who's this guy? He doesn't know anything. This is clickbait. This is... Apparently, David Pingalore has been right on a couple of big NBA stories involving LeBron and the Lakers, his return to L.A. He was ahead of the game on that. He had some Kawhi news that turned out to be right. He's not just a guy who just throws a bunch of stuff on the wall and something occasionally sticks. So it has actually started making some circles around the NBA that is it is it possible that the Lakers are looking to trade LeBron James? They're sitting at 500. LeBron has an option for next season, but he can opt out. He could become a free agent at the end of the year if he wanted. Is it time to blow it up, build around AD, who's locked up for the next few years, and go a little bit younger and change the direction? LeBron's having a great season. He's not the problem with the Lakers, but they obviously are a highly mediocre basketball team that plays great one night and then terrible the next night. And There's no consistency at all. The crazy thing is last night they had no LeBron or AD and they won at Boston. One of their best wins of the season. But you can't you can't you can't build a team that you don't know what kind of team's going to show up on any given night. Forgive my ignorance. LeBron James has been in the league for 20 years. Correct. And you can just trade him at the drop. Does he have a is there there's no I don't think no he has trade. No trade. Well, why? Why know. wouldn't he have that? I don't know. Do they Seems do that like in basketball? Have, they now, do, don't they? Just they do. There's rule there's a lot of rules that are in place. I don't know it's like it's very complex when it when you sign a contract like there is an automatic no trade for a while but then within like certain amount of the end of the contract right. there's like it goes away i if if you try to get me to explain the nba contract rules they really are the most complicated, so complicated. rules in all the of cap sports and everything else everything that goes along with nba contracts it's it's insane i just that to me feels a little bit odd you know have, having a guy of his stature you know traded to the <laughs> Who? I mean, who? Who's trading for LeBron? Every team in the NBA, right? I would assume, right? But like, who's going to give up, and what do they have to give up? This is, and this is all for not because Rich Paul went on ESPN this morning, said not his trading. agent, and not he happening. Said, LeBron won't be traded. We're not asking to be traded. It's not happening. Yeah. Well, so stop guy, asking. So yeah, I'm not going to. Hey, will you trade LeBron, please? I'm not going to. So quit asking. Okay. It's uh. It's so hard because you got to make salaries match. Yes. I mean, to come up with an actual NBA trade seems like it's it's too much trouble to even go down the road. <laughs> like, I'm a GM of an NBA team. a great GM. I, know, uh, I, I can't make this work. So guess, never mind. While, while we're on this, I'm reading uh, the ESPN story about Rich Paul saying, no, he's not being traded. It says uh, LeBron has a $51.4 million player option in his contract for next <sighs> season. He has until June 29th to exercise that option. Okay. Bronny... At USC, he's a candidate to enter the NBA draft. The draft is held June 26th and 27th. 
two days before, before. LeBron has to decide on his option. So Bronny could get drafted by the Knicks, and LeBron could say, all right, I'm out. I'm or he could get drafted by the Lakers or and go, I'm staying. I'm staying. Interesting. Ooh, yep. Yep. Very So that will all be known before LeBron has to make that decision. I would assume, look, I mean, I don't know anything about running a team, but if I'm running an NBA team and you got the – 52nd pick in the second round, and Bronny hasn't been chosen yet. What do you have to lose? That guy's the the, the player that you would have drafted in the second round, probably not going to contribute much, anyways. And it's certainly not going to have as much of an impact as getting Bronny James and then being able to go get his dad, LeBron, because the money you're going to make in jersey sales and merchant, you know, all the marketing and all that. Way valuable than way more valuable and, than any and other. And he's still player. a great player, yeah, even at his really age. Well. He is defying age. He is worth it because with the NBA salary cap, you you can't pay stars what they're worth. Yeah. LeBron is worth mm, ten times what he can actually get paid in the NBA because of the cap. So I'd think any team would be interested in bringing him along. You mentioned the Knicks; they're they're, they're absolutely what a, nine, straight, in row, nine, nine in a row. In a row. Jalen Brunson looks like an MVP candidate right now, and they say Madison Square Garden right now is the place Electric. to be. Like it hasn't been in years, decades, years. <laughs> that Madison Square Garden is popping right now, which just happens to be the Lakers' next opponent. Tomorrow night they play the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. I'd imagine that LeBron's going to try to be back for that one with the uh, the attention, although he missed the Boston game, which yeah. is also a huge one. And then they won, which again makes no sense. What's going on right now? But that's what the uh, the talk is in the NBA this morning. There you go. That's your NBA talk with basketball Ben. We forgot the music, Polly. We forgot. <laughs> it's been so long. We forgot to play his uh, his intro music. All right, I, there it is. <laughs> love it. Right, oh, I love uh, it. We'll get back to some pod race. I do also want to bring up that topic that you tweeted about yesterday: Super Bowl Saturday. Is it an idea the NFL would ever consider? Why the like, hell why not? not? Why not? Why don't they? Why don't they move it off from Sunday? Can't we move all of our parties to Saturday? Do it on the day where we don't mind having a couple of extra beers, and you know, don't have to get up for most of us early the next morning. Why don't they move it to Saturday? Why does it have to be on Sunday? We'll get to that coming up. It's Ben Woods on a Friday on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three, the fan. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Patrick Mahomes getting uh, body shamed a little bit. I did. For the video, shirtless video celebrating the AFC Championship win. Man, people are really obsessed with other people's body. It makes you, I think it makes somebody feel better about themselves to take a shot at an absolutely elite, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, take a shot at his body and go, oh, look at you. Look at you, little little uh, little doughy, little spare tire. I mean, he doesn't. He's not yoked. He doesn't have the world's greatest body. Nor is that a, a requirement for the job. He just happens to have an absolute missile for an arm, and uh, you know, a really good head on his shoulders as far as what to do with the football and when. I found out yesterday. My mom's best. My mom. My parents are in town. They're from uh, from East Texas. They live in East Texas. And my mom said, "Oh yeah, her best friend." is good friends with Patrick Mahomes' mom, since she's the nicest lady you'll ever meet. And uh, they have a home out there in, in East Texas as well. And I said, oh. Well, I said, I'm going to try to get a signed football. I said, that'd be fantastic. That would be absolutely fantastic. Grab two if you can. Well, you can tell by Patrick Mahomes' response, which was poking fun at himself. Yeah. Oh, dad bod. Yeah, yeah, dad bod. He's a dad. Uh, the, yeah, he was definitely raised pretty well, and he's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Now, I don't know that all all the people that he associates with have that same quality, but Patrick Mahomes still yeah, feels like point. still feels like one of the one of the good ones, and it's probably why I'm I'm going to be pulling for the Chiefs. I think in the Super Bowl, yeah, uh, coming up. That's uh, my pick too. That's it, my pick. you know, and and people, well, he's not Tom Brady. He, Tom Brady laughed because someone called him the goat, and you know, Patrick Mahomes is the goat, and Brady's come on like. Whatever he doesn't right? have the rings yet, but boy, he's on a really good path. You know, the I goat path. Start. Yeah, really good I, path. I didn't realize that. You know, Tom Brady ended up with what seven Super seven, Bowl rings, uh, yeah. but there was like a, a almost what a ten year period in the middle of his career where they didn't win one. Right, he was like it was a decade between it was his third one, and then when he got the well, over the beat the row. Seattle Marin or Seattle Seahawks in that. Super Bowl where they didn't give the ball to Marshawn Lynch, but that ended like a decade drought for Tom Brady. Just think about that. You can be the GOAT, still go an entire 10-year period without winning yeah. a Super Bowl in your career. 100%. And Patrick Mahomes, he's still just getting started early well, in his, his career and all the things he's accomplished already. He absolutely could go on yeah. and equal or surpass Tom Brady's accomplishments. Brady, Brady lost Three, yeah, lost additional three. Yeah. Super Bowls. Oh my God, man! That you is think about insane. Like, just because I mean, just getting there is such an accomplishment. Four out of five years for Patrick we, Mahomes already. That's, that's insane, man! Crazy. And and they did his playoff record. What's his playoff record? Like fourteen and three or something? <laughs> sixteen and three. Sixteen now and three. Yeah, the same as you know Tom and and or it, it, I mean, it's nuts. Now, think part about of the, how insane it was for the Padres to get to the NLCS. Yeah, and how unbelievably cool that was for all of us involved as Padres fans 
freaking Chiefs have gone to six straight 100%. AFC championships. Yeah, I mean, six I, straight. The Pats, right? That's why I never like you hear you hear the woe is me from Boston. Like, bro, you had the best run in sports history. You know, you should always have have that to hang your hat on. Was that was incredible. It, now the Chiefs are that too. Watching uh, the end of that game uh, over the weekend, you see the post game celebrations on the field getting underway, and I just. Watching a like an equipment guy going around passing out hats. Yeah. He's a team employee. Like those guys, that's their job. They're there for years and years and years. Players come and go. And I go, if you're just one of the like the team manager or an equipment guy or something like that, you just plan on your season doesn't end at the beginning of July. Like, vacations. We're planning on riding this thing out until at least the end of January. Now the reason why the goat talk is laughable is because a big part of being the goat, maybe the most important part of being any sports goat, is longevity. Is doing it over an extended period of time. You can't be the goat by having a good five year run. You've got to keep it going. And if Patrick Mahomes keeps it going, Absolutely, that's going to be a fair conversation to have at some point. The team success, the individual success, it's all been there so far. But he's got to keep, he's got to do it another decade at least. And then you can start having the conversation that, yeah, I think he was better than Tom Brady in his career. But now you can't have that conversation. Well, and of course, you know, the, the winning that, that last game of the season, that's the biggest one. And that's the one we wanted to talk about today. The one that uh, happens on Sunday every year. But should it happen on Sunday? We'll talk about that right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. One of the funnier tweets I've seen uh, in a while. Uh, My Sports Update tweets, The Chiefs have removed wide receiver Kadarius Toney from the injury report. He was a full go Today at practice, and then a guy named Jordan tweets in, huge blow for the Chiefs ahead of su- <laughs> <laughs> ahead of the Super Bowl, getting a healthy receiver back. <laughs> huge blow to the Chiefs. You happy now, Kadarius? Yeah. We're not saying you're hurt anymore. It may move the line. When you don't play in the Super Bowl, <laughs> it's on no one but you now. It's so good. Uh, so good. Don't want to make anyone sad, but we're down to the last couple of Boomer and Valentes this year. <sighs> Tonight, seven o'clock, your chance to uh I will be there. Hear Boomer and Valenti on the uh the bye week in between the Super Bowl talking here on ninety seven three the fan. It is brought to you by Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it and Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. So this was uh, a topic that is not brand new, but it was no. making the rounds again yesterday. One of the national hosts, I think, was talking about Dan it. Patrick, the GOAT. Well, Dan no, Patrick, yeah, yes, yeah, Dan the, Patrick. The greatest of all time. Host. The national host. The only one worth DP, a flip. Um the idea that the Super Bowl should be played on Saturday yep. rather than Sunday. I got a grassroots campaign that I want to run by you. And I want you to tell me if you like it and what we can do. So it's something to think about when it comes to when the Super Bowl is played. If we have two weeks in between conference title games and the Super Bowl, how about we play the Super Bowl on the Saturday instead of the Sunday two weeks after the AFC-NFC title games? Who's with me? Everybody. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great that you have all of this time so both teams get plenty of rest? Saturday is the Super Bowl. Sunday you get to recover. His desk gives me massive anxiety. It looks like he's at a, in a, a junkyard 
sitting at a desk with a microphone it's in a, a bit junk, cluttered in yeah. a junkyard. It's a bit cluttered, but that's huh. their look. Hi, this is the Dan Patrick junkyard. Would you like to drop something off? It, there is more crap on that desk than anything I've ever seen. All right, I, that's just a, as an aside. He's the greatest of all time. I love Dan Patrick so much. Uh, he is absolutely right. There is no reason to have it on a Sunday. What's the, the argument? The argument, I think, is tradition. Now, our beloved Adam Klug last night, when I tweeted this out, he's thinking like he's thinking like a, a, a brand manager, okay? So I tweeted, I can't think of one decent argument against it. And uh, he said something to the effect of, oh, here it is. It's all about Super Bowl. I'm all about Super Bowl Saturday. If you're asking for any argument against it, the only one I can think of is that the NFL gets tons of media coverage the following day on radio and TV, and there's fewer live shows on Sunday than Monday. feels less urgent to discuss two days later. I disagree. Uh, I think that it's the Super Bowl. It's the final game. It's going to be your lead story everywhere. Uh, Going to Ben's playing just for a second. But the reason why Saturday makes sense is – because everyone goes to a Super Bowl party, and when it happens on Sunday, late in the day, it makes it harder to go to work on Monday. It makes it. it this it's is terrible. basically what we're talking That's about, right? Exactly what we're and, talking and, about. And well, on the West Coast, the game ends around seven ish, and you can get out of there at a reasonable hour. Like, okay, game's over. Say goodbye to everybody. You're home by eight. Talking nine thirty, ten. On the 10:30? East Coast, yeah. especially, the game doesn't even end until ten. And if you stay at all for like the post game, the trophy, anything like that, you're not done with your party. And you've had a few, no doubt about it. And you're getting home at 11, 1130. Last thing a lot of people want to do is wake up on Monday morning and, and go to work after the Super Bowl. Put it on Saturday, solves almost all of those issues for people with a normal Monday to Friday schedule. Now, I've also heard the the standard is we'll just make Monday a national holiday. That to me, like <laughs> I see some of the national holidays we have and I go, oh, all right, cool. I mean, I day off for me, I'm, I'm fine. I don't got to come up with any content or anything like that. That's great. Um, but I just think it's you've moved playoff games to Saturdays now. You have, have shown that you're willing to do it. You know, there, there's playoff games on Saturdays now. Just move the biggest game of the year to a Saturday. It will, I think it will help businesses tremendously. They already get a really nice boost from, you know, Super Bowl parties and things like that. But you're more apt to cut loose. You're more apt to spend some money knowing tomorrow is a day to lay on the couch and door dash and not have to do much. Now, I'm a father of two. I don't, I won't have one beer during the Super Bowl. I probably won't catch one commercial during the Super Bowl. It's probably going to be right around what I like to call in my home crunch time. Uh, it's I'm screwed either way. But for 21-year-old me, 25-year-old me in the working world, dude, it was a nightmare. I, I would my bit, my bit I did every year. Yeah, I'll come to your Super Bowl party. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a few, and then I'm going to Uber home at halftime. I never stayed for a full one. Now, I don't stay for a lot of stuff anyway, but that was always the move. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch up until halftime. And 99% of the time, I'm like, I don't care about seeing CNC Music Factory <laughs> at the Super Bowl. I'll just take a cab home and, and go from there. Don brings up the point, what about people who spend Saturday getting their party set up for Sunday? Do it on yeah. Friday, Don. Taking time to Do make Saturday your buffalo morning, chicken Don. dips. Don, you got all day. Friday and everything. And Friday afternoon, evening, and all day Saturday till the party. Um, I'll put on my, my Adam Klug-type marketing hat. If I... Because I don't care if I'm the NBA and they move it to Saturday, I'm fine. I can move my games. You know, you don't want to compete against the Super Bowl. 
like the Phoenix Waste Management Open, they like to end it right early, like at 3 o'clock, right before the game. NBA, there's usually an early game this year, Boston-Miami, 11 a.m., before the once the Super Bowl, the stage is clear. There are no other sports going on. But I don't even know why TV stations run programming. I, so, but <laughs> if the Super insane. Bowl was moved to a Saturday, I clear my Saturday schedule. I would then try to do something big on Sunday. Like if I was the NBA, I might move the All Star game to yeah. that Sunday to try to steal feel like a void in the sports world on that Sunday that used to be Super Bowl Sunday. I've heard the other option is. You know, for so long, there was a big gap, like a two-week gap between the end of the Super Bowl and then, like, pitchers and catchers reporting for us. That's what we care about. Um, Now that you've added the extra regular season game, the season has extended even longer. The Super Bowl is going to be on Sunday the 11th this year. What if they started the season one week later and made it so that the Super Bowl always landed on the Sunday before President's Day? Then... That is a holiday. Yep. Everybody gets it off. And if ESPN wants to have Stephen A. Smith and the crew come in on President's Day to react to the Super Bowl, everybody can still do that. But the majority of the hardworking American folk are going to be off that day. Yep. And there you go. Problem solved. Yeah, problem solved. Move it to President's Day weekend. And, uh, you know, you're an extra bye week for everybody in the season. Yeah, be good great. for health and wellness for everybody. Now, shortens the offseason even more. But the NFL has the longest off season. Yep, you know it's usually it's so it's February well, all the way essentially until no off season. Like the NFL is always top of the, mind. It's always it's the top. Combine, it's always top of mind. And then it's the but, draft, and then it's mini camps and OTAs, and then it's training camp, and then it's preseason, and then we're back to. But when week you think one. about it, like most players are, if you don't make the playoffs, you're done first week of January, and you don't. Yeah, there's mini camps, and you show up for a weekend here or there, but you don't show up until training camp until. The start of all end of July, so that is January, February, March, April, May, June. You got seven straight months where you don't have daily practices, any games to worry about. In baseball, even if you don't make the playoffs, you are playing into the early October, and you're back daily spring training, middle of February. That's four and a half months. So the baseball off season is nearly a, a quarter of the year shorter. Then the football offseason, which is already really long. So if you added a week, I don't think it would I don't think it'd harm anyone to shorten the offseason a little I, I, bit. I don't think so either. And I mean, there's people in the chat saying, well, maybe just don't drink on Sunday. Yeah, obviously that's an option. Um but I you know, I I hated I like when big games are on the weekends when I have a, a, a day off the next day to recover, whether it's watching the game, eating too much, drinking too much, you know, whatever. Uh, I like that little buffer day. I don't we remember do. who said it. Somebody in the chat was saying that, like, WWE, for example, they moved all their big uh, pay-per-view fights. They used to be on Sunday nights. Now they're on Saturdays. And I started thinking about, like, MMA, boxing. A lot of those big matches are on Friday or Saturday yeah, nights. Of course. Makes a ton of sense. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't it, the Super Bowl Sunday if it's a tradition, you know, Super Bowl Saturday rolls off the tongue as well, just what like a, Super Bowl Sunday. What about starting the Super Bowl like two hours early? I'm down with that too. Start that sucker at noon. I man. mean, there's no, problem. no there's no reason we need six hours of pregame show. Oh, I bet you the players would be all for it. <laughs> Nobody wants to pace around that much. You want to get that thing going, man. ASAP. And I'm sure it's there's some 
ratings reason, but of course. is anyone not going to watch the Super Bowl because it started at one thirty instead of three <laughs> no, thirty? No. Oh, now I can't watch. I was going to watch, but I told I mean, you your day is built around the Super Bowl anyway. Let's start it a couple hours earlier. I mean, I've seen the tweet before. Maybe they should have concerts at like five p.m. for some of us older uh, parents. Yeah. I would sign up for a five p.m. show. It's any probably day because of whatever the network that pays for the Super Bowl. They want to. They always put on like some debut show yeah. afterwards, and they want people to. Like he's settling down, it. sitting down for the here, 8 o'clock on the East Coast, you know, like 10, 11 o'clock, and that new show premieres. They don't want to premiere a new show at 6 in the you know evening or something. I mean, so. what a lead-in, you know, the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, it's like the best one you can have. And then Ben and Wood's a close second. But after that, uh, it really falls off dramatically. But I think, I think yeah, it, it would be great. be great to do it. The me- Hey, the media is still going to cover your game. <laughs> Whether they come in on on Tuesday, whether they come in on Monday, uh, with a twenty four hour lag time, they're still going to talk about the. Super well, and Bowl. the other part of it is with on Sunday. What is everybody talking about on Saturday? Still the Super Bowl, still the even Super if there's Bowl. other games. Yep. I mean, every day you push it back is another day the NFL owns the media yep. cycle. I'm all for it, my friend. Thank you, Dan Patrick. If Dan Patrick is running the grassroots campaign, you actually have a better shot to do it. Uh, our buddy Bro Haver tweets, and this this is assuming everyone works a Monday to Friday job. I'm off Mondays and Tuesdays. Super Bowl Sunday is fine. Yeah, for him, he's got the Monday off. Yeah. I work. I've worked every Super Bowl Sunday for the last ten years. Yeah. I'm taking it off this year. Oh, you are. Yeah, a lot of people do take the day off as well. You can go ahead and 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 submit for PTO the day after the Super Bowl as well. That's an option. Uh, but as it stands, Benny, I don't think they'll ever change it. It's it's a deep and rich tradition, but I would be all for it. One other NFL note from yesterday. We were on when the uh, Commanders hired Dan Quinn as their head coach. I thought the, I uh, speculated. I yeah. thought the hiring of Cliff Kingsbury, though, I did not offensive see offensive coordinator for the Las Vegas Raiders, Ooh. it was an interesting move. Okay. And uh, combining him with Antonio Pierce. I'd be... I'd be pretty excited as a Raiders fan for that combination, actually. Well, and the other uh, news, too, yesterday, Colin Cowherd actually talked about this on his show. I think, I think he was talking out of his rear end, I think, which he's been known to do from time to time. He said Caleb Williams and his team have no interest in going to the Chicago Bears, and it would be a situation where he would not play for the Chicago Bears. Again, this is Colin Cowherd, not me. Um some people in the comments are saying it's that's completely made up. But he also mentioned he may be interested in playing for the Raiders of Las Vegas. So then you're really Ooh. excited. If you can find There's a way. A that, and combine him with the Cliff Kingsbury as offensive coordinator. Could be fairly interesting. I, I would say if if that's not true and the Bears do want Caleb Williams... Justin Fields in the Raiders also yeah, would be 100%. an interesting option if there was a trade that could be made there to, yep. to pair him with a team that honestly played pretty well on the, at the end of the season under Antonio Pierce. They're sticking with him. They're adding a, a coordinator that, that people can be excited about. You look, and the point was made a couple of times yesterday. Jim Harbaugh may be the, you know, the win of the offseason by hiring him. But it doesn't change the basic facts that Patrick Mahomes is still in your division. Yep. The Chiefs are still in your division. I mean, Harbaugh said, I want to win multiple championships. Try winning a division title in the AFC West and see how hard that is, first of all. Usually, your playoff road, if you get there, starts with a road wild card game every year because that is a division that's going to be very hard to win with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. 
That's exactly right. And, uh, yeah, other teams in that division making moves. We're not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Still still second, third, or fourth place in that division. Not going anywhere. And with the Raiders looking like they're making some smart moves as well, I mean, Broncos, come on, let's get going. Yeah, speed it up, get up to snuff. All right, we are uh, down to the final hour of the week of Ben and Woods. Paulie's got some Randall Report headlines, including... A tweet that Woods sent us yesterday that was pretty amazing. Oh, God. Um, and then we've got uh, Trevor Baptiste of the Seals. Oh, yes. Who Woods said, the best in the world at his particular skill. In the world. Coming up uh, ahead here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.